Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, I got the most touching email from a listener. It's a sad email. Um, I'll address it at the end of the show, so stay tuned. Uh, It's a sad email, but I want you to know I listen to your feedback, and it's from a listener who had a real problem. Um, And something we showed in a self-defense exhibition on my Fox show, she says may have helped save her life. I'll address that at the end of today's show, what I'm going to do about it. It just happened before I got on the air. I Forgive me if that open sounded a little kind of disjointed. It's because I didn't plan on it being the open. I just read the email before I got on the air, and it was, uh, to say eye-opening is uh, probably an understatement. I'll get to that in a little bit. I also want to talk today about the post-truth dystopian future. We're in it right now. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. You know I'm always excited on the Monday show. Lot to talk about today. We also got a segment coming up on George Soros. He's back uh, with possibly the single dumbest op-ed in the history of opinion. <laughs> You're laughing. It's I'm not kidding. The single dumbest op-ed, which is probably par for the course for Soros, I've ever read. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe, let's go. Monday, be damned. We're here, yeah, baby. Man, yeah. Monday, yeah. Uh, Big yeah. day tomorrow. Tomorrow's my uh, my wife's birthday, Paula. Huge day tomorrow. It is a week-long extravaganza. It's also my father's birthday. Happy 71st to my father, John. But Paula's birthday is an international cosmic-level celebration. Takes a week of celebratory activities. We started this weekend. I may have had a couple of glasses of vino tinto this weekend to celebrate the week-long activity. So I just wanted you to know that it may should be a national holiday. Why it isn't is a disgrace. Paul is very upset about that. Uh, back to the show. So we're living in this post, post-truth dystopian future right now. You know that is nothing new. We have this consor- consortium I call the symbiote. Media, liberal activist groups, elected politicians and academics, the symbiote. They all feed off each other. They all feed off each other to push narratives, narratives that are false. They gaslight you, right? We already get that. But watching it happen and multiply at light speed, the penetration of just false, fake information that is now openly celebrated. Nobody, these, the people I just told you about, academics, libs, liberals, uh, media elites, Hollywood and sports figures, their willingness to debase themselves to humiliate themselves in public and openly lie is just grown geometrically. They just don't even care anymore. They've given up any attachment to the truth. Here's what I mean. Uh, this, this truth has turned into a very dangerous place now. When I say, well, here's what I mean when I say dystopia. 
the left has figured out, uh, they figured out a long time ago, if they could purge the military, yes, I use that word deliberately, purge the military of liberty-minded folks who have an allegiance to the Constitutional Republic, and also purge the police department of people who swear an oath to their constitution and state constitutions, and get only compliant people in charge, then they can use, while they attack the police, they can use the police at the same time to enforce thought crimes in the future. Thought crimes. Oh my gosh, you're being dramatic. Am I? Am I being dramatic? Because this video emerged this weekend. This is a Hampshire police in the United Kingdom. I kid you not, arresting someone on video. I'm not joking. For a thought crime. It is a guy who posted a meme, apparently, of a trans flag shaped like a swastika. Maybe saying, oh my gosh, Dan, that's abhorrent. Okay, fine. It's a thought crime. It's a th We're arresting people for thought crimes? You know, you forget, you know, Al Sharpton and others who've said horrible things in the past about Jews and things like that. They've been arrested for thought crimes. The reason we don't address people for thought crimes and political stupidity is because the way we address political stupidity is with political sanity and open free speech. Here, watch the video yourself. The, the arrests for thought crimes have begun. Check this out. Nope. Because which Hampshire yeah, police so would realise how ridiculous this is. It is. What did it need to come to? What's taking it to this level? Because I don't understand. I posted something that he posted. You come to arrest me, you don't arrest him. Why has it come to this? Why am I in cuffs? Because of something he shared, then I shared. Because someone has been caused, obviously, anxiety based upon your social media sites. So I want to put this all together for you. Just quickly had that. Let's not bury the lead right up front. The media, the libs, the entertainment community, the academics, the symbiote, the far left communist symbiote. And I use those words deliberately. It's not an accident. The communist symbiote wants to usher in an era in the United States of thought crimes because thought crimes are important to enforcing the narrative of the uh, jour, the narrative of the day. Why? Because if you speak out against things that go against uh, the, the liberal narrative, you know it's a lie. Recession isn't two quarters of growth. The vaccine prevents transmission of uh, COVID. Whatever they lie about, if you speak out, they have to stop you and crush you. Well, they can't just stop you by telling you to stop. You're going to give them the double-barreled, family-friendly middle finger. You need the weapon of force to get them to stop. They have always been eager to weaponize the police. Hence the vehicle of the vaccine mandate and the woke uh, CRT DEI instruction to cops in the military. You get it now? The way to get anyone out who wouldn't comply with their new initiative to be weaponized was to push things like a vaccine mandate and woke training, knowing, there's an article in the Wall Street Journal this weekend, how military recruiting is down dramatically. Why is it down dramatically? Because a lot of conservatives from the South, as the article indicates, who form the bedrock of the military, it's Joe, you know, Joe, you know this well. Yeah. It says upwards of 40% of recruits were coming from specific areas of the South. They're not going to deal with a woke military. This was intentional. This is how you get the cops to do things like this. You attack them at the same time you use them. I did a segment on this on my Fox show this weekend. Folks, are you getting this? This is so important. The left's corruption of our institutions, bringing in this woke dystopian post-truth future, was not, I'm sorry if this is a little deep opening the show, but it is the most critical segment I've done in a long time. None of this is by accident. 
You can't have police who believe in enforcement of the Constitution and free speech or the military. You can't have that. So they're sitting there and they're thinking maybe it's the best way to frame it. How do we get these people out of the military? How do we get leaders in the military out of respect the Constitution and liberty? How do we get leaders out of the police department out? I've got an idea. What about a vaccine mandate for a vaccine that doesn't stop the transmission of COVID? But if it doesn't stop the transmission, why would we mandate it? That's not the point. Forget the vaccine. The point is people who believe in body autonomy, liberty, and freedom will be the first ones not to do it, and we can fire them first. Oh, oh, oh yeah. It's a It is? You sure? Really? What's the science behind that exactly? If it's a conspiracy theory, then show me the science. Show me the science behind your vaccine mandate, either stopping the spread of COVID or uh, or producing a more uh, effective military and police department. Show me the science. If it's a conspiracy, you're obligated to show me what your data is. I didn't push a vaccine mandate. You did. You're obligated to show me what you intend to do with it. Now, do you understand also the pushing of the diversity, equity and inclusion woke agenda on our military and police? The recruiting being down in the military. And in police departments across the country who are seeing mass resignations is not an accident. Do you understand this is being done on purpose with useful idiots in the middle carrying this all out? They did this on purpose. It also explains lefty lunatics like George Soros and their push to corrupt prosecutors offices as well. If you can woke up the military and get out the Patriots, if you can woke up the police department and get out the Patriots and the supporters of the Constitution, you can use them as your as your thug enforcement force. They won't act like police officers, they'll act like political enforcers, like what happened over here in the UK. This is why Soros wants prosecutors' offices corrupted too. If you're a police officer and you dare arrest someone, Enforcing the actual constitution, the prosecutors Soros wants in charge are there to make sure the case never reaches a courtroom. So Soros is starting to panic as people get killed precisely because of prosecutors he supported that will not enforce the law. He's starting to panic. He wrote this humiliating, disgusting op-ed. We're going to have a piece up at Bongino.com by Matt Palumbo, who wrote the book, The Man Behind the Curtain, about George Soros. We're going to have a piece up there later, and I'll have Matt on my radio show later in the week to talk about this. The piece at the journal by George Soros is called Why I Support Reform Prosecutors. I want you to listen to this humiliating, disgusting effort by this guy to burn this country to the ground. He is the most damaging liberal activist anywhere in the world right now, committed to the destruction of the United States. He says this. Don't laugh as you read. This is Soros's words. Some politicians and pundits have tried to blame recent spikes in crime on the policies of reform-minded prosecutors. In other words, people who let people out of jail for committing crimes. The research I've seen says otherwise. Ha! It has! The most rigorous academic study analyzing data across 35 jurisdictions shows no connection between the election of reform-minded prosecutors and local crime rates. That's hilarious. That you want to talk about gaslighting? Next, they'll have the police arrest you and people like me for telling you. I don't, Dan, debunk this. I'll just show you the data. He's just making this up. He supported Gascon in LA, crime's gone mad. A Boudin in San Francisco, crime's gone mad. Kim Fox, all of, I mean, everywhere he's supported someone, crime has gone crazy. Now, San Francisco gate, 
which is a pretty, pretty lean to the left outfit, to say the least, tried to help Soros out a while back with a fact check in January about this. We fact check common claims about the San Francisco crime. Notice, notice how even in their fact check, they're forced to admit that homicides have gone up and their defense isn't. Now, keep in mind, Budin, Chase Budin, the prosecutor for San Francisco, keep in mind now that Soros's piece said there's no connection between him and rising rates of crime. The San Francisco, the SF gate fact check says, oh, no, there actually has been a rising crime. But listen to this. This is hilarious. But don't worry. It's not as bad as other places. Liberals are prosecuted either where the crime or the rising crime and homicides even worse. That's their fact check. Their fact check is, yes, the data is correct, but it could be worse in other places. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Homicide, here, homicides have ticked up under Bowden's tender. The, uh, on the tenure, the city saw 56 homicides in 2017, 46 in 2018, 41 in 2018, 48 in 2020, and 56 in 2021 when Chase Boudin's in charge. But listen to this one here. It is. This is hilariously stupid. But homicides have increased nationally over the past two years. And data from the University of Pennsylvania shows that San Francisco's 2020 increase did not outpace other cities. The other cities all have liberal mayors. Look. Oh, San Francisco's homicide rate, folks, don't worry. It's only up 37.36%. I mean, you could be in Minneapolis with the whole George Floyd thing where this took place over the last two years and the attacks on police or Portland or Seattle or Atlanta, or New York City, or Houston, run by lefties. Lefties. That's a fact check. But Soros said it wasn't up. That says it's up by 37%. Don't worry. Could be up worse, like other liberal cities. Here's another part of their fact check, where they note that many property crimes in San Francisco go unreported, making it difficult to gauge the level of decline. For retail theft, specifically classified as larceny theft in the city, a category that typically makes up more than half of the city's total report incidents, many stores have said it's not worth reporting the thefts to the police. This is hilarious. So just to be clear, this idiot Soros, hey, listen, we appoint these people. They're not going to prosecute any more retail thefts. They're going to leave it alone. So as a result, Companies and stores get robbed and burglarized, right? And because they nothing will happen, they don't report it. Because they don't report it, the statistics go down. And George Soros, this buffoon, takes a victory lap? You have got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding. Homicides go up. People are literally dying because of this guy's people. People are dying. And their defense is, well... They went up 30 plus percent, but they could have been a lot worse. This is George Soros. Mega donor for the left. Read Matt's book, The Man Behind the Curtain. I published it. It was a big bestseller. Still out there. All about George Soros. He'll be on my radio show later in the week. Man is a disaster. He is a forest fire committed to destroying the United States. I want to make sure this all fits in, though. I don't want to get lost here. Remember what we're talking about today. We are talking about this post-truth dystopia and how the liberals tactically move to enact it. Clean out the police departments using woke training. Clean out the military. Clean out the prosecutor's offices using liberal money. Get rid of the patriots and the liberty lovers and the abiders by the Constitution. 
That way, what's left behind is going to be your 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 jackbooted thug police force you can use to enforce thought crimes. Exactly the kind of thought crime we opened up the show with. It's not happening in the future. It's happening right now. And thought crime enforcement is impossible because the left then can bull hit you with an S in it. They can BS you. And if you dare speak out, the threat of force can be used against you. It's happening. We've seen it. Just ask uh, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe's group. When they had that journalistic expose of the uh, the Biden granddaughter, the uh, the diary. Just ask Alex Berenson. Just ask anyone who said, just ask Roger Stone. Ask some of the January 6th folks. Ask Eastman, the Trump lawyer. These are thought crimes. They need thought crime enforcement or the BS, they, or the BS will stop. You know what? I got this guy, I got this video coming up. I'll show you exactly what I mean right here with Karine Jean-Pierre, who is unquestionably the worst. Anybody changing their vote? Worst press secretary nope. in the history? No one? No one? No one? Justin Gee? No, no. Okay. So everybody's keeping the worst press secretary in the history of the United States. I'll show you what I mean coming up. Let me get to my second sponsor here first. Omaha Steaks. We love Omaha Steaks. Tony's getting a little jealous. Uh, because he hasn't gotten his Omaha Steaks burgers. Omaha, we got to take care of Tone. Big Tone. Hook the hook a brother up. The Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. Get 50% off site-wide. Save on mouth-watering favorites today. Go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale where you can load up on all the delicious flavor you, flavor you crave at half the price. And when you use my promo code Bongino at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Say big on delicious, tender, juicy steaks, big, beefy burgers, and uh, all, all kinds of delicious food. So much more there. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value. With every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee because the food's amazing. That's why. Simply go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale today. Don't forget to use the promo code BONGINO at checkout and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry, because this deal won't last long. Kickstart your spring grilling today. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum purchase and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com for details. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Do you know that studies show that high blood pressure is the number one risk factor for mortality and one in two adults have high blood pressure? That's a 50-50 chance you're a walking time bomb. But you, not Big Pharma, can take control of your blood pressure with the help of 120 Life. 120 Life is a blend of great tasting superfruit juices and it's formulated with ingredients that have been shown to naturally help control high blood pressure and are endorsed by thousands of health professionals. Try it yourself, risk-free, with their two-week trial pack. Go to 120life.com and use the code DAN to save 15% receive free shipping. They're so sure that 120 Life can noticeably lower your blood pressure in two weeks that they'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. You got nothing to lose but those high blood pressure numbers. Go to 120life.com, that's 120life.com, and use code DAN to save 15%. This is serious. It's your life we're talking about. 120 Life can help you. These statements have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay. Let the BSing continue and commence. Here is Queen Shop here up at the White House press podium. Now, Biden's team has been forced in Yuma to finish off Donald Trump's border wall. Wait, wait. I'm not, I'm not messing with you. This is not a satire show. It's not the Babylon Bee. Okay. Uh, 
Corrine Jean-Pierre was asked this question by Peter Ducey. Wait, wait, you guys are building border wall in Yuma? I thought you said it was racist. And didn't Joe Biden swear he was never going to build any border wall? Like, what's going on? What, Folks, it's happening. I promise you. I'll prove it to you in a second. Watch Corrine Jean-Pierre in the post-truth dystopia we live in. Just blatantly lie and try to spend. They are building. There's no doubt they're building it. I'll prove it to you in a second. Check this out. Why is the Biden administration building a border wall in Arizona? So um, we are not uh, we are not finishing the wall. Uh, we are cleaning up the mess the prior administration uh, left behind in their in their failed attempt uh, to build a wall. And I just want to be very very clear here. On day one, uh, we returned the money, uh, the eight billion dollars the prior administration took from our military. We gave that back. Uh, to the military, for military families, for schools, for bases. Uh, that's what that money was being used. That's what it was taken away from. And so, again, what we're doing is cleaning up the mess that the prior administration has done. This is just stunning. I, again, I can't say this enough about Karine Jean-Pierre and Jen Psaki and Biden and the rest of the people in the administration, even Kirby, Admiral Kirby, who's just disgraced himself and now just lying for these people. It's not that they're stupid. Well, Biden is, but the rest of it. It's not that they're stupid. Karine Jean-Pierre is not stupid. It's that she thinks you're stupid. Justin's like, there's no way Biden told her to do it. She's doing this on her own. No, no, I disagree with him 100%. I, the, this is absolutely a pitch by the Biden administration, knowing we're in a post-truth future enforced by the media and there's soon to be corrupted law enforcement and elsewhere in their FBI. They know they're in a post-truth future where they can lie, get the media to repeat the lie, and get law enforcement, hopefully, right down the road to enforce people who call them out for lying. So uh, underestimate what I just told you at your own peril. I have, I have rarely been wrong on this show predicting these things. Sadly, I wish I had been wrong. They are rebuilding portions of the missing border wall in Yuma. Now, you may be saying... That doesn't make any sense. Why would the Biden administration that called it racist and all this other crap and swore to never build a wall, why would they do that? Well, here, New York Post makes sense of it all. White House to fill gaps in Trump's border wall after Biden pledged not to build anymore. Oh, it's about election 2022, of course. So it's not about actually stopping illegal immigration. Hell to the mm, no. It's about saving Senator Mark Kelly far-left radical Democrat from Arizona who's having a lot of trouble in his re-election race. Looks like it's going to be against Blake Masters who's leading in the polls. That primary is coming up. The people will decide. Mark Kelly's in real trouble. Painted himself as a moderate. Turned out to be a far-lefty. Now he realizes he's in trouble. So Kelly went to the Biden administration, so you have the backstory, kind of winked and nodded and said, hmm, I need you to do me a favor. I need to look tough to get reelected because I'm a big fraud and a phony. And in order for me to look tough, you really got to do something in Yuma, Yuma, Arizona, where they're having a real problem of people coming in. And they were like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to finish Trump's border wall, little pieces of it there. But then we're going to say we're not finishing it. And Kelly was like, oh, OK, so I can campaign on finishing the wall while the Biden campaign says it's not happening. You're like, they can't be this stupid. No, that's ex I just played you the video. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. Here's the New York Post. A day earlier, Senator Kelly praised the DHS for filling in the openings. <laughs> look, look at this. This is a statement. I am not messing with you. For too long, the Morelos Dam area has been an operational challenge for Border Patrol to properly secure the border and keep our community safe. Kelly said the statement. He made a statement. You think it's not happening? 
We know it's happening. The Biden administration is saying it's not happening. While Mark Kelly, in an effort to get reelected, is telling you it is happening. And the media, there are no fact checkers. Fact checkers are doing squat. The Bill McCarthy's, the Tom Kirchers of the world, the Lewis Jacobson's will do nothing because they are apparatchik communists for the administration. By the way, here's Corrine Jean-Pierre. This is, this is just hilarious. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre in the tweet in February of 2019. Real Donald Trump. Where are the pesos for your bigoted wall? You mean the one you just lied about that you guys are building in New Arizona? You mean you mean that one? Just just checking. Corrine Jean-Pierre. You, I'm just checking. Hey, by the way, it'd be a real shame if you went to at K underscore Jean-Pierre and found this and retweeted this and asked her a question about this. A bigoted border wall. Is this what the is this the bigoted border wall Mark Kelly's talking about building in Arizona? I'm just asking. i it'd be a real shame if you did that. Real shame. Real shame if you did that. <sighs> All right, I got a lot more to get to. The BS, folks, is never going to stop. Remember these, what is gaslighting? Said it a thousand times. Lie, lie often, lie confidently, and isolate people from the truth. Corrupting the military, prosecutors, offices, and law enforcement is necessary to ensure you isolate people from the truth. The truth tellers will be harassed. The truth tellers will be investigated. This was their goal the whole time. They need to lie and lie often, and they can't lie often in face in the face of people who will call them out. So this happened this weekend. I warned you guys that I not warn people. Mansion is a phony West Virginia. I've been warning you for 10 years now. This guy is the biggest fake you've ever seen. He was the governor. He's a Senator. He is a fake. He has zero credibility. I've, I've heard so many awful things about the phony. This guy is so mansion. Democrat, radical leftist Democrat. That's what he is. Stop the nonsense. Radical leftist Democrat from West Virginia has now got together with Schumer in this quiet deal they're trying to pass this week to get to Biden's desk. It is a tax hike package for $700 billion in new taxes. It's Joe Manchin's idea. He single-handedly pushed this thing through with Chuck Schumer. On his side, I mean, single-handedly, obviously with Schumer, that would be uh, that would wouldn't make sense. I mean, on his side, he's claiming to represent the moderate wing, which is hilarious because they're the ones that push the seven hundred billion in new taxes. Now, here's Manchin this weekend getting called out by Brett Baer. Hey, okay, buddy, you're saying this isn't going to raise taxes, this new bill, or cause inflation? Didn't you tell us that when you passed the American Rescue Rescue Plan? Helped us pass that. Helped the. Uh, the Senate passed that, that led to this inflation, that nearly $2 trillion in new spending. Like, why should we believe you now? Listen to this dunce's response. It's quick, but it's hilarious. Check this out. In 2010, you said this. I don't think during a time of recession, you mess with any of the taxes or increase any taxes. This bill does that. But here you are earlier this month. You can't be raising taxes. You can't make anything inflationary. You can close some loopholes. You can find out where there's some things that should be done that should have been done before, but it won't be inflationary at all. Now, technically, we're in a recession. And technically, according to multiple different organizations, this bill does raise taxes. They're wrong. It does not raise taxes. They're wrong? You, he's, uh, uh, I don't know what else to tell you other than what I, what I said about Karine Jean-Pierre. He's just making it up just like she was. We're not building the wall. They just put out a statement about building the wall. How do I know Joe Manchin's lying? Lying Because the left-leaning Congressional Joint Committee on Taxation, which, believe me, is not full of Milton Friedman acolytes. It's full of Keynesians. Their Joint Committee on Taxation already told them 
that taxes would go up even worse for the middle class. I say even worse because I avidly against higher taxes for anyone. You understand that. But some people in the higher income brackets, at least it wouldn't have a devastating impact on their income. It's going to have a devastating impact on the economy. But the middle class, it's going to hammer. He's just lying. New York Post, we always bring the facts, folks. Never going to spin your wheels. David Proper, the article's in my newsletter today. Read it yourself. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Schumer-Mansion deal raises taxes on earners under $400,000. Study shows. The Joint Committee on Taxation found taxes would jump by $16.7 billion on American taxpayers making less than $200,000. And it would raise another $14 billion on taxpayers who make between two hundred and five hundred. I thought they said they weren't hiking taxes on people making over four hundred. dollars I can't emphasize enough. I am against any and all forms of excessive taxation because they crush the productive impulse on any income level. But the fact that Joe Biden is so, I mean, Joe Manchin, well, Joe Biden is full of crap too, so it technically wasn't even a slip. That he's so full of crap and his own Joint Committee on Taxation has told him that shows you this man has no dignity at all. He is a liar. Here's the official Joint Committee on Taxation report. The average tax rates. Look at all the income brackets. They go up. 10.4 to 10.5, 13 to 13.1, 15.8 to 16, 19.1 to 19.4, 24.1 to 24.4. Your taxes are going up. That's their own report, folks. It's their own report. The guy is a liar. We are living in a post-truth dystopia where because they have now the police federal law enforcement, the media, academics, entertainers, and everyone on the side of their lies, they're increasingly comfortable just bolting you to your face. Raising taxes by $700 billion during a recession. Can you think of anything dumber? Wall Street Journal notes, by the way, if you're a manufacturer actually building stuff, so we know inflation is what, fellas? More money chasing fewer products. Let's make it even simpler. More money chasing fewer stuffs. So the way to combat inflation is to produce more stuff to suck up the money. Well, the Wall Street Journal notes that evidence is emerging that Manchin's tax hike on corporate book income is especially harmful to U.S. manufacturing firms. An analysis by the Joint Committee on Taxation, which is hardly a nest of supply-siders, found that 49.7% of the tax would hit U.S. manufacturers. Gosh, we live with a bunch of jerkwads. Dumbest people on planet Earth up on the hill. And media people. Where are the fact checkers? Where's Lewis Jacobson? Where's Bill D. McCarthy? Where's Tom Kircher? Where are the fact checkers on the wall lies? Where are the fact checkers on mansions lies? Where are you idiots? Disgraceful. Family must be embarrassed. You spawn people like this. Nothing more than communist propagandists. Where are they? Where are they? All right. Let me get to this. And next, I want to get to this video. Paul Krugman, again, academic, just humiliating himself with Mr. Potato Head on CNN. I got that. And then how are these stories related? I'm going to need you for this segment. And I'll get to that email I got from the listener. And you'll see why it's important. Uh, important. Stay tuned for the rest of the show. 
Big show today. You ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? The action star, world champion, black belt, and U.S. veteran. Well, I saw a video he made. I was shocked. He's in his 80s. He's still kicking butt, working out. He looks amazing. He stays active. I mean, a guy looks like he's in his 40s. What's even more shocking is he's stronger, can work out longer, and he has plenty of energy left over, keeping him sharp and focused. Chuck Norris is able to do all this because he made a simple change. It makes him and his family feel great. He made a special short video, explains everything easily to you. Make sure you check it out today by going to chuckdefense.com slash Bongino. could change the way you think about health. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. You won't believe how simple it is. Be prepared to be amazed. The guy seriously looks incredible. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. Message and data rate supply. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's a hint that involves this stuff. It's really good. So here's what I mean. I don't want to beat this thing up too much, but here's Paul Krugman, Nobel Prize winner in economics, noted leftist buffoon. Um, if you ever want to make an economic prediction and your money's on the line, find out what Paul Krugman's doing, fellas. Do the opposite, <laughs> and you stand a better than 50% chance that your investment will win in the end. Meanwhile, keep in mind, this guy's got a PhD. He's a doctor of philosophy in economics. He's got a PhD in economics and won the Nobel Prize. This is one of the dumbest human beings. This is the stupidest smart person on planet Earth. You know my problem with stupid smart people, right? This is the stupidest smart person on planet Earth, Paul Krugman, on with just a stupid person in general, Brian Stelter on CNN, talking about, again, the redefinition of a recession away from two quarters of negative growth, which we just experienced in order to protect the Biden administration. We are in a post-truth dystopia right now, exhibit number 46. Check this out. Are we in a recession? And does the term matter? <laughs> uh, no, we aren't. And no, it doesn't. I mean, the uh, <laughs> one sentence. That was it. huh? Yeah, that was it. It's, it's uh, uh, none of the usual criteria that real experts use says that we're in a recession right now. And what does matter? What you know, the state of the economy is what it is. This is uh, folks. This is I, I'm not even going to play for you again. The media montage. Bill Clinton, Pelosi, just about every Democrat with a profile out there saying repeatedly how a recession is two negative quarters of growth, which we're in right now. We just got the numbers. I'm not because this is no point anymore. This is who these filthy, disgusting people are. Again, I can't imagine having spawned these losers. This is what communist propaganda looks like right in front of your face. Then you get Lewis Jacobson from PolitiFact, again, another full-blown communist supporter and agitprop promoter, writing a piece protecting these liars. By the way, just here, here's Paul Krugman. You want to whatever, get on the opposite side of whatever this guy says. Paul Krugman, November 19, 2020. Making the most of the coming Biden boom. That, <laughs> the verdict is in. Paul Krugman's a stupid smart person. That worked out well. Thanks, Paul. That, <laughs> perfect topic for that one. Here's another one by New York Times. New York Times, Paul Krugman. Why I was wrong about inflation, Paul Krugman, July 2022. Folks, I could do this all day. Uh, it's, this is deliberate. Like I told you, it's the symbiote. Academics, entertainers, liberals, activists, the media, fact checkers, all of them scrub each other's backs. They are all communists. They are engaged in a propaganda effort right now in a purge of the government of truth tellers. 
That is exactly what's happening. I want you to pay attention to this next story too, by the way, just moving on kind of a bit, but I want you, I'm going to, I put these stories together and I want you to figure out how all of these stories are related here. Okay. Important. We're moving on just so you know, I mean, it was a kind of a a weird segue, but it's kind of related to the dystopian post-truth future we're living in. But these stories are related for a reason. Here's story number one, Jerry Dunleavy from the Washington Examiner. It'll all be in my newsletter today. Inside TikTok's army of lobbyists of ex-senators, congressmen, and staffers. This article is about ByteDance promoting pro-China content and an internal TikTok messaging document on how to, quote, downplay the China Association. We know TikTok, the video app, right? They note in this piece that the video app, which, which appears, according to this report, and have some connection to Chinese propaganda, they say it's increasingly clear that sets of people inside TikTok are sending out red flares in terms of the company's ties back to the Chinese Communist Party. Folks, this app is real trouble. It's real trouble, TikTok. I did a segment on my Fox show this weekend about it. Now, we have an account over there we don't use much. Uh, it's run by my social media team. I've got to make a decision on that soon. This company is real, genuine trouble. But the gist of this article isn't what we already know about the trouble with TikTok and the potential aggregation of data over there, according to multiple allegations and reporting. In order to make a lot of this go away, Republicans and Democrats both have been fired. Got that st- uh, hired, excuse me have been hired as lobbyists. Keep that story in your head. Got it? Again, you're, you're gonna, we're, it's an interactive show today. How is this story related? Senator Ron Johnson was on my Fox show this weekend. We were talking about the Hunter Biden case, which has now exploded. And I hear Miranda Devine, has, who wrote Laptop from Hell about Hunter's laptop, has more information coming out. I hear from a good source here. But they confirmed this week that Joe Biden is, in fact, the big guy and may have been party to a corrupt deal uh, Hunter Biden had with the Chinese Communist Party, where the big guy got a 10 percent kick up of money. We now know that big guy was Joe Biden. So there may be a blackmail file against Joe Biden and the Chinese Communist Party may have it. Here's what Ron Johnson said about the case this weekend on my show, where he said, I'm pretty sure they're going to make this here. Your carpet, folks? Wait, let's see the carpet. Here's the We the People uh, uh, coaster here. Thank you. I'll use it for my coffee. Carpet. Pretend it's a carpet. Ron Johnson thinks you're going to sweep it under the carpet, make the whole Biden thing go away. Tell me how this is related to the first story after you hear this. Check this out. Do you think there's potential that the mainstream media finds Joe Biden useless because of his low po- poll numbers and turns on Joe Biden and finally opens up about this to get him out of office? Oh, that's pretty much our prediction. I think my, my, my yeah. other prediction is that uh, they, they may indict Hunter Biden, but they'll probably seal, you know, they'll do a deal. They'll seal all the information. The American public will never get the full truth. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, too. Yeah, that is what I'm afraid of, too. Hold that story in your head. Chinese Communist Party allegedly connected company hires a bunch of Republicans and Democrats to lobby for them. The Hunter Biden story, where he has an allegedly corrupt deal in conjunction with his dad, Joe Biden, with the Chinese Communist Party. Prominent U.S. senator thinks it's going to be swept under the carpet. How is this then related to that? This is 2020. This is James Clapper, who was uh, the former, uh, one of our big time intelligence heads under the Biden administration, a big pee-pee tape hoaxer, right? 
DNI. This guy was a total train wreck, Jim Clapper, right? Here is Jim Clapper on with CNN's, what's this lady, Erin Burnett, I believe, on CNN or MSNBC or whatever. I don't even know the difference. Who cares? Uh, it's the same thing. But here he is back in 2020 talking about the Hunter Biden laptop. How is this related to that story? How much does the source matter, right? So you hear the story of this laptop. We don't know a lot. We do know that the, the way that this information is getting out is through Steve Bannon and Rudy Giuliani. How much uh, do the, the, does the source matter here? Well, source matters a lot, and uh, and the timing matters a lot, I think. And to me, this is uh, just classic uh, textbook uh, Soviet-Russian uh, tradecraft at work. Uh, the Russians have analyzed the target. They understand that the president and his enablers uh, crave uh, dirt on Vice President Biden, whether it's real or contrived, that doesn't matter to them. And so all of a sudden, two, two and a half weeks before the election, uh, this laptop appears somehow uh, without and the emails on it without any metadata. Uh, it just it's all very curious. OK, so I got one more story, but in order to not drag it on too much, because I don't want it to become annoying. You're obviously very smart. You're the smart, smart people, not the stupid, smart people like Krugman. So you probably figured this out. The Chinese Communist Party, it's a very simple narrative, figured out a long time ago that corrupt government officials in the swamp from both sides of the aisle will easily be corrupted by a little bit of cheese, like little rats. Here's the cheese. Here's the cheese. Chase that dollar bill. What about a five? No, you don't even need a five. These people are such losers. They'll do a single. Here you go. Here you go. TikTok paying off a swamp bipartisan group of lobbyists to advocate for what appears to be some kind of a Chinese Communist Party, according to multiple reports connected app. Ron Johnson says Hunter Biden has his corrupt deal with the Chinese Communist Party. It doesn't appear that a lot of people outside of Ron Johnson really seem to care about this. They're eager to make it go away, especially in the DOJ. What, to cover up for the Chinese Communist Party buying off our government? Jim Clapper, former director of national intelligence under Obama, when the laptop came out that would indicate Hunter Biden and the Biden family had problems with China, eager to tell you that it's fake and Russian disinformation. How does this last story make sense? Washington Examiner, Nancy Pelosi to visit Taiwan during tour of Asia. The White House, by the way, the Biden White House, objects to this. Why? Because the Chinese Communist Party thinks Taiwan is part of China and sees a visit as an attack on what they believe their sovereignty over Taiwan is. Pelosi is going to go there and the Biden administration is freaking out because they have their lips surgically attached to the ass of the Chinese Communist Party. Let me ask you this. Why is the Biden administration going to bat for China here? They have something on them? If you're not asking yourself this question and you're a journalist, you're doing it wrong. You see how all those stories are connected? The Chinese Communist Party probably has blackmail files and dirt on boatloads of U.S. politicians and swamp rats. Who's really making the calls here, folks? By the way, this Pelosi to Taiwan thing is very serious. Keep your eyes on it. There's been some videos I can't confirm, but they are out there. You can see them on social media. That's why I'm not playing them, because I can't confirm them of the Chinese Communist Party moving some weaponry around China in anticipation of this Pelosi visit. Keep your eyes on this. All right, I've got a couple more things coming up, including 
I got to debunk something. I've got a ton of questions this weekend about a story about Fox News and Trump. You know, I'm a truth teller. I appreciate you came to me. I can only give you my experience at Fox. Obviously, I'm, I don't work in the office around there. I, I have a remote studio, but I do speak with people. And the story doesn't comport with, with my, my story at all. Uh, so uh, I'll handle that. I'll get to that in a second and that uh, email. I've got news for the turkey hunters in our audience. Spring's around the corner. And if you're gearing up for a successful season, you're going to need a couple of things. One of those things is the single-shot turkey camo 12-gauge shotgun made by Henry Repeating Arms. Let's say you're out in the field and you've managed to call a turkey in a range, and now it's time to make your shot count. And you can do that with a Henry shotgun because they're reliable and accurate right out of the box, especially with the turkey choke tube that's included. And if the fully adjustable... Fiber optic sights aren't enough. It's easy to mount a red dot since it's already drilled and tapped. Henry's shotguns, rifles, and revolvers are made in America with the quality craftsmanship that Henry's are famous for. And you get a lifetime warranty and a 100% satisfaction guarantee that protects your purchase for generations to come. Make sure you go to their website. It's henryusa.com and order their free catalog. They'll mail it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and free decals. You're going to love these firearms, and you're going to love this company. Let's wrap it up so I can go eat. I'm kidding. We've got a little bit more we got to do. These are important stories. Just quickly, too. Let the redemption of Kamala Harris begin. The media understands they've got a problem. What's that problem, fellas? It's called the Joe Biden problem. The man's approval rating is negative 46.7. They've got a real problem. All of a sudden, conveniently, August 1st, today is, oh, look, August 1st, 2022. The Kamala conundrum. By the far left-wing radical New York magazine or New York or whatever the heck it is. Gabrielle, it's the intelligencer. Gabrielle D. Benedetti. Here we go. They realize their only possible viable replacement right now for Joe Biden. And when I say viable, I only mean uh, someone with enough national uh, name ID to run effectively against Trump is Kamala Harris. So because they know it, people can't, don't like Kamala Harris just as much as they don't like Joe Biden, what do they got to do? They got to mute some of the criticism. Here we go, fellas. Harris is the most scrutinized vice president in memory. Really? She met Dan Quayle? And those around her have no doubts her coverage has been heavily warped by sexism and racism. There it Here we is. Go. There it is. Here we go. There it is. There it is. There, there is where Tom R. Hat tip to great Tom R. Yes, from WCBM. He's since left planet Earth. Every time, every time they need to mute criticism, it's racist. They got to do it. They got to do it. The great part about this whole thing is that's crap. Everybody knows it's crap. And seriously, nobody's paying attention to that anymore. I mean, exactly zero people are paying attention to this garbage about everything being racist all the time. It, it, yeah, it's it's uh, New York, Gabriel, Demented, whatever it is. Don't even waste your time. No one's paying attention. Okay. I got a ton, and I mean a ton of emails about this, and I understand. I appreciate it. I'm a host at Fox. Uh, I don't work for them. I work with them, but I love my show there. The people there are really good to me, and they let me do it. The show's called Unfiltered for a reason. They let me do uh, you know, what I want. So I got a lot of questions this weekend. And uh, listen, I don't, uh, you know, when we screw up, I admit it myself. If I worked there and this was real, I'd tell you, I'm not going to sacrifice my credibility for for, you know, to the, the, the protect people. That's just, that's not what we do here. I, I hope you understand that after spending eight, nine years with us here in the podcast, however long it's been. I saw this uh, article making the way around. It was on, uh, what is it, New York Times or something? It said that Donald Trump's been banned from Fox News, which was 
funny because I have a show on Fox News. It's the number one show on Saturday night. And if he was banned from Fox News, I found that kind of weird because I also have a show on Fox Nation, which is a Fox News product. And we literally just had Donald Trump on. We, I mean, you guys don't do the radio show, but you remember that, right? Didn't yeah, you did. It was just last, just this last week. Matter of fact, yeah. it's going to be on the Rumble channel, the interview we did on Fox Nation on my show, which is simulcast on Fox Nation this weekend. So kind of strange how Trump is banned from Fox News, yet he was just on my show. Like, wow, that was Fox Nation. He's banned from parts of Fox News. Oh, that's interesting, too, because I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that either. If he was banned, someone would say, or like hint or wink or nod or something like, hey, uh, you can't have Donald Trump. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard that. So Howie Kurtz, who I've had some disagreements with too over at Fox, but he works at Fox. This media article says he takes umbrage with the New York Times report that Trump is persona non grata at the network. He says there's no edict whatsoever against him. Listen, I can't speak for Howie or anyone else, but I don't know if there's an edict or he's persona non grata. All I can tell you is I work there. You asked me. I owe you the truth. I have been told nothing of the sort and just had him on my Fox Nation show this past week. I, I owe you an answer. That's it. I haven't heard anything like that. And if I did hear anything like that, I would definitely tell you. I'm a supporter of the president. I think you know that. <clears throat> I wouldn't work at a place that told me you, you can't have uh, someone on the show. We're not doing that. Important story before we wrap it up with the email. Folks, you know I'm an investor in Rumble. I have been. There is an enormously important break that happened this past week, the end of the week. Rumble sued Google. I don't know if you know about this. Uh, Google uh, owns YouTube. Rumble, who is the leading competitor to YouTube in the video space out there. We have now over 40 million users. The platform has exploded. Um, Rumble sued Google, alleging that in their search, they monopolized their search engine dominance to make sure, let me just give an example, it'd be simple. Like if Joe likes cars and bikes. So if Joe wanted to go to say, uh, uh, Harley Davidson fix for this engine, whatever, and puts it in Google, the chances are there's probably a video on Rumble too. The Rumble lawsuit basically alleged Google was using its search monopoly to push everyone towards YouTube and away from Rumble and other competitors. The lawsuit this past week made it past the dismissal stage. Oh, that doesn't sound like a big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a lawyer listening, you know the pro- how profound what I just said is. The overwhelming majority of these cases, sadly, get thrown out in the early stages and met it, uh, met it, never make it past the discovery stage, I should say. I'm sorry, precise language matters. They never make it that far. They beat it. And it was an Obama judge, too. Rumble beat Google. They're going to the discovery phase now. Folks, Google in the trial now is going to be forced. If this thing goes to trial, and I have no inside baseball on that, my conversations uh, have been limited to, 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 to just stuff that's in the public, of course. But if this gets past the discovery, if, it gets, if it's made it past the discovery stage, if this gets into trial, Google's going to be forced to show exactly how it uses its algorithm to make sure other sites don't make it into their search. Keep your eyes on this, folks. 
This is going to be a really, really big deal. The articles that reclaim the net rumbles anti-Trump's lawsuit against Google will proceed to discovery. It's a huge deal. Okay, so um, just summing this up, I get an email from a listener this morning. I don't want to give away too many details, but it was a female listener. She said, Dan, you know, I watch your show. I appreciate it. Uh, I like it. But she said, your show has become valuable for me for another reason. She said, you've been doing a lot of these segments. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously, a lot of the email for obvious reasons about self-defense on your Fox show. I do about once a month. I have Henner Gracie come on. He is a world-class mixed martial arts jujitsu fighter. And I have him come on and watch some of these horrible videos of people getting beaten up, cops getting assaulted, people being attacked. And I have him come on and show people common sense self-defense tips they can use. Lady said she watched it. She was brutally assaulted by someone. Again, I'll leave out the details. And she remembered one of the tips. And it basically saved her life that Henry Gracie put on my unfiltered show. So because the segments are long, they're about four minutes each, I can't make them part of today's formal show. But because I think it's really important, like this woman, that you see Henry Gracie's demonstrations. One's a segment on what law enforcement can do to enact an arrest without violating people's civil rights. It is a fantastic segment on how to tackle someone how to handcuff a bad guy, how to avoid diaphragm stress so people don't suffocate for law enforcement. So that's going to be one. And the other one is a video of a woman getting assaulted in a cell phone store. And it's Henner's take on how you can, all the things that go wrong when people get attacked and some common sense things you can do to stay alive in a fight. They're very practical tips. This woman took advantage of it. That will be at the end. You're going to hear the end of today's show. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. If you want to see them, they will be at the end. We're just going to include them like, like a trailer at the end. You can watch the full-length segments. They're just It would be 10 minutes of today's show, which would take away from the other content. So if you'd like, wait for the show to end right after this, and we will play them in full. You can check them out. So thanks again for tuning in again. Stay tuned for that if you want to see it. And please, um, with humility and respect, I ask that you subscribe to my podcast. It helps us stay on the top charts. You got us up to like number four or so on Spotify this past week. On Apple, Spotify, and Rumble, if you would subscribe in all three places, it is absolutely free. It helps us enormously. You have no idea. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Thank you very much. Stay tuned for those videos. I'll see you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino. Welcome back to Unfiltered. The shocking video of a brawl between a teenager and NYPD officer got me thinking. How are officers supposed to defend themselves when there's a gun in every fight they're in? Their gun. Luckily, Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu instructor Henner Gracie returns to Unfiltered to help us talk this out. Henner, uh, police officers have a gun in every fight. Their gun. They also have use of force restrictions. Is there a way tough situations like this can be handled correctly and safely? Well, you know as well as I know, Dan, that in America, most officers get less than four hours of training per year when it comes to empty hand defensive tactics controls. So really, they're operating on no or low, very low fuel when it comes to their skills to handle these type of threatening situations. They simply need more training, but they're not being given that. And that's why we see the disasters like we saw on the subway. So I'd love to show you a technique today, a two-man takedown yeah, technique please. that's very effective, reduces injuries to suspects, reduces injuries to officers. And in contrast to what we saw on the subway, where you had two officers at 
a period during the altercation, you had two officers trying to control the limbs, and if the challenge is we're both going for the same thing, the suspect is going to make his exit, and he's going to get out, because we're both fighting for the same thing, which are the limbs, and we're not immobilizing their ability to move, we're not taking out their base, so instead, when one officer goes high, the contact officer goes high, the cover officer has to go low, so we engage the suspect, we control his knees, we lay him down, and we get to right here, now the number one mistake made, again, from this situation, is officers get scared, because they're undertrained, and they pronate the suspect right away, now they're trying to arrest someone, but he's getting out, we can't hold him, because we pronated him too soon. Let's go back one more time. So instead, as I tie up the suspect upper body and Alex goes low, we lay him down, we control right here, and look what we're gonna do. We're gonna engage right here in a position called the straight jacket from Gracie Survival Tactics. I got him right here. Go, give it a go, Zach. Come on, Zach. And what we're trying to do here, Dan, is keep him in a supine position. This idea that you want to immediately pronate the suspect is the wrong idea. The faster you pronate, the faster you handcuff. No, the faster you pronate, the faster they build the house and get away. So I want to keep him in a supine position, potentially for up to 100 seconds or until their spirit is broken. I don't want to fight the suspect. I want to fight the suspect's will to fight. So after he gives it a go and he eventually starts to relax from this situation, and by the way, notice how I'm keeping my weight off the torso? It's because the diaphragm bill, the disastrous bill in New York, or rather now the law, the disastrous law that restricts officers for laying any pressure on or near the diaphragm that affects breathing. This is terrible for New York police officers. I think it was one of the biggest mistakes. The intention was good, but the outcome was terrible because the least violent control holds are now criminal acts by police officers. So they can't lay in control. So if you're in New York as an officer, I'm sorry. If you're anywhere else in the country and you can use body controls, this is where you would do it. But let's assume that we can't. I'm using what's called twisting arm control. From here, I'm not strangling. How you feeling? I mean, I'm getting arrested, but I feel good. He's good, but there's no neck strangulation. His vascular <laughs> structures are no, in no way impeded. But when it's time to roll him over, Dan, from this position, I'm going to say, Alex, lace him up. He'll go under, over, under, under. And on one, two, three, ready, we roll him over to a prone position now. From here, Alex, tangle the leg. He'll step into a single leg toe hold from Gracie Survival Tactics. At this point, he'll be here. Clear. All set. At this point, Zach has the decision. If he tries to build the house, we're going to peel those hands right away, and we're taking him into custody with no further incident. From here, if he doesn't bring his hands out and keeps them tucked, this is so common, right? How many times, Dan, you've seen the viral videos of the suspect prone with the hands hidden and you got six officers ripping on limbs striking from here yeah. and just hitting in every possible way because they're not trained so instead we use hidden arm technique less than 22 gracie survival tactics hook the shoulder brace the hip knee pry hand insertion shoulder dip walk 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 and then isolate the arm and then from here we can use some joint manipulation to get the other hand out but we won't need much you know why once we break the spirit we don't have to break their body. So I call his other hand out. Maybe he posts up his hand. Alex can go in there and pry the hand right back and we can take him into custody without further incident. Of course, depending on the state, determines how much pressure we can apply on the thoracic cavity here. So this is it, Dan. Here's the wild part. Officers, it's a disaster in America. And most Americans don't know how undertrained officers are. And they'll say, oh, yeah. you know, we can't get the training because we don't have the budget for it. Now, here's the irony. The agencies that have done Gracie survival tactics and then have implemented the weekly one hour per officer per week training regimen, what they've seen in terms of results, 48% reduction in officer injuries. 53% yeah. reduction in civilian hospitalizations during so use important. of force encounters. So the irony is the money so that important. is saved from situations like this, the money that is saved actually comes in the reduction in workers' comp claims and in the reduction in excessive force lawsuits against the agencies. So the money to implement better training comes from having better trained officers. Therein lies the solution. Chiefs, when you're out there and you're ready, hit us up at graceuniversity.com slash GST. We got your back. Hannard, thanks so much. It's ironic. You know, I ran into you in the Law Enforcement Academy at the Secret Service. You teaching our guys just this. Thanks for your time tonight. We appreciate it.
Welcome back to Unfiltered. You know, tragically, crimes on the rise around the country. With Democrat leaders unwilling to act, it's more important than ever to know how to defend yourself. Joining me now with some self-defense tips is Chief Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu instructor. He's a guest on the show before, a good man, Henner Gracie. Henner, thanks so much for spending some time with us. We've seen some really horrible videos, people being attacked in their places of work on the street. you got to keep your head on a swivel. You have some basic self-defense tips for our audience if you can't get away and you're stuck? Yeah, thanks a lot, Dan. Honored to be here yet again. But unfortunately, on this situation, talking about a very tragic situation that happened in Phoenix, Arizona on June 4th, Maria Coronado was working in a cell phone store when a man enters the store, goes behind the checkout counter, punches her in the face. She loses her balance, falls to the ground, curls up and protects her head while the man stands over her, throwing countless strikes to her head. Then he stands up and starts stomp kicking her from a standing position and she's curled up on the ground. Eventually, he leaves to the back of the store. She gets up and gets to safety but not without several lacerations and potentially bone broken in her face. So she didn't get away without injuries, but she survived in the situation. She did what she had to do to survive. But people are out there asking, what can I do in a situation like this? What can someone I love do in a situation like this? So we want to yeah. share you three critical safety tips. And it's all based on the concept that we've talked about before, Dan, which is whoever manages the distance manages the damage that can be done. So the first tip is environmental obstacles can be a resource to you. So in this situation, when the man enters the store, if Eve is here, what she can do is use the checkout counter or it could be a car. It could be a table. And as I'm moving, she's moving around the obstacle. So you have something between us. So I can't even access Eve. So what this is doing is buying her time, right? Buying her time to plan her escape, to assess the threat and ultimately get to safety. So using obstacles to maintain distance between you and the attacker can be an incredible tool. What's the problem though? What if we can't maintain the distance? You're in a store, confined space. Maybe there is no large object that you can use to maintain that distance. And the attacker closes the distance on you. If you don't know what to do, you're going to put your hands up and back up and be at the end of their strikes. So as I approach Eve, watch what she does instead. She closes the distance and now she's clinched against me right here. Now freeze. By being this close, Dan, she neutralizes 95% of the power of my punches because these are just flailing arm strikes and they're not going to be effective at knocking her out. So she'll get bruised, but she's going to get out safe and sound. Now from this position, Eve's already assessing Where's the exit? So watch what she does. She can pivot in the clinch and then push off and make her exit. And because the exit was on her clock, she controlled the timing. She also controls the amount of damage that I can do as she makes the exit abruptly and surprisingly to me. So you're in that clinch. Stay tight. Keep your head close. Circle. Look for your exit. Then push off and disengage when the time and the opportunity presents itself. But problem. You get clipped. You lose your balance and fall to the ground. Boom. If you fall to the ground, the natural tendency is to curl up, turn away, and protect yourself. Now, again, this is this is human protect your face fetal position the concern is that the attacker has full control over the distance of these strikes so while eve might stop one or two if eventually the strikes start coming through or in the case that we saw here they start standing and stepping and striking there's nothing that restricts my distance from here so check this out when eve is up and she loses her balance in the fight she falls down look what she does right away she wants to keep her legs between her head and the attacker she can strike breaking his knee here pressuring his knee he's moving in a circle he can't get access to her face and when he attacks she stops my hips. She drops me into stage one of the punch block series. And then from here, what is she doing, Dan? Managing the distance and managing the damage. Yeah. And people don't understand this. This is called the guard. And it's the secret weapon of Gracie Jiu-Jitsu because it allows you to maintain on the bottom control, not getting punched, saving energy, and burning the attacker's energy all the while. Problem. What if he gets past your legs? And he is over here. She's going to turn, block, and shoot and get right back to the guard. So the rule is, and then from here in future classes, Dan, we're going to talk about how to get away, scoot away, get up, potentially strike, strike again, and then ultimately get back to your feet yeah. and get to safety. But what you have to understand is just because you're on the bottom of the fight, 
doesn't mean you're losing. You can be down there, control the head, manage the distance, save your energy, and ultimately get out to safety when the opportunity presents itself. Henry Gracie, last time you were on, I said it was the uh, greatest appearance we've ever done on television. Uh, I take that back. That was number two. This is number one. Thanks for your time. We really appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Dan. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.